0: Hey everyone, how's it going? I hope you're having a great day. So I had a break here at work and I decided, you know what, I'm going to take some time and go through the Pilgrim's Progress since I haven't been able to do that today. Um, I always, always wish when I do miss a day of reading through the Pilgrim's Progress that I wish that I would have. So um, any chance that I have throughout the day to stop and do this when, it's, when I'm not able to in the morning, that's what I, I try to do. Um, I am not in the beautiful room that you see behind me. It's just a green screen. Um, I'm currently recording a bunch of training videos for our business here, so that's exciting. But yeah, just if you're wondering where I'm at in a nice little breezy room, <laughs> I'm actually in a little office. Well, it's not a small office, but yeah. Anyways, that's where I'm at. Um, but I thought it would uh, be appropriate uh, atmosphere it's kind of where I would like to be right now so I thought that it'd be a good background for this but anyways I'm just gonna go ahead and jump into this uh, to kind of build where we left off and if you're wa- if you're listening to the audio I know some of you do that um, this is a live recorded video that's streamed to YouTube and uh, Facebook so you'll hear me make some comments that are specifically relating to the video content and the fact that it's live. So um, anyways, uh, Christian and Hopeful are in a place called Delectable Mountains. Uh, It's a beautiful place. It's a place of rest and encouragement. And it's a place that's been built uh, by the Lord of the Way uh, for Christians who need encouragement. And they've begun a conversation with one of the shepherds and they notice many shepherds here, uh, many Uh, beautiful things and uh, they begin a conversation with one of the shepherds and the shepherds reminds them that the Lord of the mountains has given us charge to not be forgetful to entertain strangers and that was a reference uh, to Hebrews chapter 13 and 1 and 2 and uh, so that from that point we'll go ahead and continue it says I saw also in my dream, that when the shepherds perceived they were wayfaring men, they also put questions to them, to which they made answers as in other places, as whence came you, and how got you into the way, and by what means have you persevered therein? But for but few of them that began to come hither do show their face upon these mountains. But when the shepherds heard their answers, being pleased therewith, they looked very lovingly upon them and said, Welcome to the delectable mountains. And uh, I just wanted to make a note here. The they make this reference to the shepherds perceived they were wayfaring men. They were pil- uh, no, that's just another word for pilgrim. And I just love the reference because uh, the song uh, "I'm Just a Wayfaring Stranger." I just I've, I've always loved that song. I thought of playing it uh, during this video, but I won't. Just look it up after this, and or even stop this now and listen to "I'm Just a Wayfaring Stranger." There's a lot of different versions of it out there, but all of them, almost all of them I find pretty enjoyable. And the shepherds, I say, whose names were knowledge, experience, watchful, and sincere, took them by the hand and had them to their tents and made them partake of what was ready at present. We have a note here from the author on these names, his precious names: What is a pilgrim without knowledge? What is head knowledge without heart experience? oh what watch that watchfulness and sincerity may attend us every step when these graces abound in us they make delectable mountains indeed this is a picture of of the graces in a, the life of a christian knowledge experience watchful uh, watchfulness and sincere So they said, Moreover, we would that you should stay here a while, to be acquainted with us, and yet more to solace yourselves with the good of these delectable mountains. Then they told him that they were content to stay. So they went to their rest that night, because it was very late. Then I saw in my dream that in the morning the shepherds called Christian and Hopeful to walk with them upon the mountains. So they went forth with them and walked a while, having a pleasant prospect on every side. Then said the shepherds one to another, Shall we show the pilgrims some wonders? So when they had concluded to do it, they had first to the top of a hill called Error. That was very steep on the furthest side, and bid them look down to the bottom. So Christian and Hopeful looked down and saw at the bottom several men dashed all to pieces by a fall from which they had from the top. Then said Christian, What meaneth this? Shepherds answered, have you not heard of them that were made to err by hearkening to Hymenus and Philetus as concerning the faith of the resurrection of the body? And uh, they're making reference to 2 Timothy uh, 2.17. Uh 2 Timothy, I'm gonna go ahead and pull that up and read it. So we They ask they're asking them, have you heard of these guys? And just in case if you haven't, uh Second Timothy two seventeen says and their word that it started in verse sixteen, but shame profane and, ba- and vain babblings, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their will, and their word will eat as death a canker, of whom is hymenus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is passed already. And overthrow the faith of some." So again they asked, they're asking, uh, Chris, the shepherds are asking, have you heard, have you not heard of them that were made to err by hearkening to Hymenus and Philotas as concerning the faith of the resurrection of the body? And they said, they answered, yes. Then said the shepherds, those you see lie dashed in the pieces at the bottom of this mountain are they? And they have continued to this day unburied, as you see for an example to others to take heed how they clamber too high or how they come too near the brink of this mountain. We have a note here from the author, he says, fine spun speculations and curious reasonings lead men from simple truth and implicit faith into many dangerous and destructive errors. The word records many instances of such for our caution. Be warned to study simplicity and godly sincerity. Oh man, that that is a great reminder. hymenius and Philetus being these two men in Second Timothy who always talked about all these different things, and the author puts it here fine spun speculations and curious reasonings and all this talk about things that went Further than the word, uh, so they be, they went beyond what the word uh, spoke, and left any type of simplicity behind to to uh, chase after very well complex ideas that they had come up on their own. And the danger of this was that it took them from just the simple truth and implicit faith, and. Uh, Studying is great, but we should, as the author says, be warned to study simplicity and godly sincerity. The world loves to complicate things, and there's plenty of people out there that are seeking simplicity and minimalism and all these different things uh, because there's value in that. But uh, may we keep that in our faith? Should we have a, I guess, a flavor of minimalism to it where anything beyond what the scriptures speak on, which is basically all either the gospel or related to the gospel, and beyond that it's, it's very dangerous and this picture they see here is a reminder of that. Uh, then I see that they had them to the top of another mountain. In the name of that is caution and bid them look afar off. Uh, Which, uh, when they did, they perceived, as they thought, several men walking up and down amongst the tombs that were there. And they perceived that the men were blind because they stumbled sometimes upon the tombs, because they could not get out from among them. Then said Christian, what means this? Before the shepherds answer, I want to read this note here from the author. He says, it is well for us to be on this mount. We have constant need of caution take heed and beware says our lord constantly and by his spirit paul takes the corinthians up to this mount caution and shows them what awful things have happened to professors of old and he leaves this solemn word for us in 1 corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12 wherefore let him who thinketh that he standeth take heed lest he fall be careful. The Christian life is f- should be full of caution, full of carefulness. Because uh, we have that great reminder, take heed lest we do the same thing, lest we fall as well. So the shepherds explain uh, what they're looking at. He says, Did you not see a little below these mountains a stile that led into a meadow on the left hand of this way? Yep. <laughs> they did not only see it, they experienced it. Then to so the shepherds, from that stile there goes a path that leads directly to Doubting Castle, which is kept by Giant Despair. And these men, pointing to them among the tombs, uh, and it said, "And these men, and pointing to them among the tombs, came once on pilgrimage as you do now, even until they came to that same stile. And because the right way was rough in that place, they chose to go out of it into that meadow, and there were taken by Giant Despair and cast into Doubting Castle." Where after they had a while been kept in a dungeon, he at last did pull out their eyes and led them among these tombs where he has left them to wander to this very day that the saying of the wise man might be fulfilled. He that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. This is a direct reference to Proverbs 21 and verse 16. Man, I've read Proverbs so many times but to see it pictured this way this is yeah this is an exact quote the man that wandereth out wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead wow then christian and hopeful looked one upon another with tears gushing out but yet said nothing to the shepherds and uh, they have a note here from the author. He says, "Do do we see others fall into perdition by the very same sins and follies from which God has reclaimed us? What must we resolve this into but His superabounding, discriminating grace? One shall be taken and another left. And surely it is enough to make one eyes gush out with tears, and our hard hearts melt into fervent love, to look back upon the many singular instances." of God's distinguishing favor to us, oh that we could call them to mind and be thankful. This is not easy for I'm sure many people to hear. It's not, I can't say that it's something that I've always understood myself. One being taken and another left. But we must we must look at the sins that could have taken us that obviously take other people and and be thankful be thankful with tears and allow allow remembering things like that to heart to melt our hard hearts to love to love God and to love others then i saw in my dream that the shepherds had them to another place in a bottom where it was a door on the side of a hill and they Open opened the door and bid them look therein. They looked uh, in, therefore, and saw that within it was very dark and smoky. They also thought they heard their rumbling noise as of a fire and a cry of some tormented, and that they smelt the scent of brimstone. Then said Christian, What means this? The shepherds told them, This is a byway to hell, a way that hypocrites go in at, namely, Such as sell their birthright with Esau, such as sell their master with Judas, such as blaspheme the gospel with Alexander, and that lie and dissemble with Ananias and Sapphira his wife. Then said hopeful to the shepherds, I perceive that these had on them, every one of them, a show of pilgrimage as we have now, had they not? Shepherds replied, said, yes, and they held on to it a long time, too. All these people that we mentioned here, Esau, Judas, Alexander, Ananias and Sapphira, they were all pilgrims, or they all looked like they were pilgrims. They had a show of pilgrimage, as he puts it here. And the shepherds said, yeah, they looked like they they held on to the show for a long time. And Hopeful said, how far might they go on in pilgrimage in their days since they, notwithstanding, were thus miserably cast away. Shepherd replied, some further and some not so far as these mountains. Then said the pilgrims one to another, We have need to cry to the strong for strength. And yet strong here, capitalized. Amen to that. And we have a note here from the author. He says, Thus we read of some being once enlightened, who have tasted of the heavenly gift, and were made partakers of the world to come. He's referring to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 4. How many times have I read that and not completely understood what was being said? I say completely. I'm not understanding at all what was being said. It is hard to say how far or how long a person may carry on a profession and yet fall away and come short of the kingdom at last. This should excite diligence, humility, and circumspection. The the admonition is very clear in Hebrews 6 and verse 4. Some have been enlightened, who have been partakers, who have tasted, and then fall away. They look, they sound, they smell. Everything about them says this is right. But they're just putting on a show. And the people that or looked a lot better than we did. I mean, we're talking Judas, an actual disciple of Christ. Pray, therefore, to be kept ever looking to Jesus to keep you from falling. Amen. Amen to that. Thus, okay, no, that's, that's something else. So let me continue. The shepherds reply when they say, we have need to cry to the strong, the strong for strength. Shepherd replies and says, I, and you will have need to use it when you have it too you'll need to use that strength when you've been given it. By this time, the pilgrims have a desire to go forward, and the shepherds a desire they should. So they walk together towards the end of the mountains. Then said the shepherds one to another, let us here show the pilgrims the gates of the celestial cities, the gates of the celestial city, if they have skill to look through our perspective glass then uh, the pilgrims lovingly accepted the motion so they had them to the top of a high hill called clear and gave them the glass to look then they tried to look but the remembrance of the last thing that the shepherds had shown them made their hand shake by means which impi- by which by means of which impi- impediment they could not steadily look through the glass yet they thought they saw something like that the gate and also some of the glory of that place Then they went away and sang this song. Thus, by the shepherds, secrets are revealed, which from all men are kept concealed. Come to the shepherds, then, if you would see things deep, things hid, and that mysterious be. We have a note here uh, of what this glass is a picture of this glass that they've been handed. The glass of God's word of grace and truth, held up by the hand of faith to the eye of the soul. And uh, this is as Paul speaks, beholding as in a glass, that glass is the gospel, the glory of the Lord, etc. And then in Second Corinthians uh, 3, verse 18, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 18, says. But we all with an open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. But hey, that's the, that's the uh, passage that he's referring to. But believing and this is, not, no, this is back to the notes here, he says, But believing doubts, but unbelieving doubts and fears will make the hand tremble and the sight dim. Mm. When the, and so when they were about to depart, one of the shepherds gave them a note of the way. Another of them bid them beware of the flat, flatterer. The third bid them take heed that they slept not on the enchanted ground. And the fourth bid them Godspeed. And so I woke from my dream. Wow. What, uh, what great lessons to learn. Oh, what time is there? 20 minutes. But yeah, uh, take some time if you don't already. I'm going to start taking the passages that I uh, go through and just make them real quick in a list. Normally it's um, less than 10, but sometimes it's more than that. But regardless, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the references and put them in the, the notes or in the description, whether you're listening here on Facebook or YouTube or in the... Um, Podcast specifically. So when you open it, you'll see that in the description and be able to look those up. Because I think it's so important that we this conversation or the, this story really and the conversation that I have with uh, different people, I want to know that uh, I keep going back to the Scriptures. Uh, this is a great opportunity to understand a lot of the Scriptures, um, the Pilgrim's Progress specifically. But at the same time, uh, there's a, plenty of people who have read the book, uh, *The Pilgrim's Progress*, and never read it alongside with the um, passages of scripture that it makes reference to all throughout the book. Now, if you've read the Bible over and over and over again, a lot of these you just see right away. But um, I know for me, I've never read the book, uh, having read the Bible um, as much as I have today. Even then, I, a lot of these references I don't, I don't, I still don't get. And so, um, I'm, I'm going to start doing that so that you can do that. And if you have any questions or want to talk about some of these things outside of the podcast, I know I've said, if you, hey, if you want to talk about these on the podcast, I'd love to have you on, which that offer's still up. But if you want to talk about some of these ideas or um, some of the truths that are given here, um, you know, off the record, you know, just... A, on a phone call or, or chat, feel free. I mean, I love talking about um, these truths and what they, where they've been coming alive in my own life. And I love hearing where they come alive in the um, lives of others. So anyways, thanks again for uh, tuning in today. And I hope you have a great day. God bless you, and you take care.